Welcome back to the main talk. I just sent uh, JV an invite. So I'm hoping that he sends me a wave or something so I can invite him onto the show. I want to see how many viewers I have. So let's see. No, not Get out. Sorry. So I'm waiting for him to hop on. Send me a like or something to show that you're watching. I don't know why this is keep freezing because this happened the last time when I was on um, doing another interview. It just kept freezing. But I hope it's not freezing now. So I'm hoping for him to come on here right now. All right, I think I see him, so I'm going to invite him right now. Would you like to add? Yes, I do. Okay, we're waiting for him to add right now. We're adding, he's adding. This does take time, people. I'm sorry. I deeply apologize for um, the delay. It's just that uh, stuff happens at these lives, and not everything goes according to plan. You can tell that we're guerrilla tacting in this, this whole thing. But uh, the main man always delivers. Uh, so I'm waiting for JV to hop on. He's sending. Uh, he's adding. I'm waiting for him to hop on. Okay, we got two viewers. Who is the second viewer? So we're waiting for him. Okay, it's connecting. Hey, JV Harvey! Hey. Welcome to the main talk with the main man, Razio Ramos. The main man. What's main. going on, player? Hey, good, good. How about you? All right. All right, so let's start with the show. How long have you been in the filmmaking? Um, now it's been about at least uh, six and a half going on. Yeah, about six and a half years going on seven. Oh, so it's like seven years right now? Yeah, it'll be seven years uh, the next month. Years. Uh, what was your first movie? Like, what was your first film? The first, I mean, you want, you want me to go deep involved or just like as far as like professional? Uh, like professional. Um, the first film... I have to say that was professional. It probably was on Room 306 MLK. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, me and Edwin were there. Yep. And uh, we were filming uh, that uh, terrific film. Oh, hey, uh, someone else is. Oh, that, that's not related to us, though. That doesn't matter. So that is your first professional film. Yeah, Room 306 MLK. Well, uh, the assassination yeah. of Martin Luther King. And what we, what we did was we took it a step further and talked about the relationship between Martin Luther King and Ralph Abernathy and the conversation they had inside the hotel room before he went onto the balcony in Memphis. Yeah, that was a long shoot, so that was actually a pretty good movie. I had gotten actually good, a lot of good photos for you for that. You did, you did a great job. We won six awards for that film, opened up a lot of doors to other films. 
other projects. So I'm very grateful for the main man. You did a great job. Thank you. Well. Uh, so I know that you did another film uh, uh, in, in Atlanta. Oh, well, you did one in, you tried to do it in Hartford, but then you moved it to Atlanta. Yep. Uh, what was that movie? Uh, Time is Pain. And with, for we we both know what that movie's about, but I want to I want my watchers to know what that film was about. Yeah, um, pretty much it's about the relationship between and cop and he shoots and kills this unarmed black team, and it breaks down uh -huh. the story between what time is and what pain is like for both families. The cop is going through his time off, um, his time of leave eating new steak, um, discovering new malt liquor, while the family is going through a time of pain. So it just tells you both stories of both families, what they're going through. From both, um, from both sides of the story. Yeah, with both spectrums of each family. It's called so, We're wrapping up so it's pretty soon. So hopefully we will be releasing that. Um, hopefully by the end of um, the end of this month, possibly. So you want to release it by the end of this month? Um, you're like, yeah, where is it going to go? We'll be releasing the trailer at the end of this month in a movie sometime in the fall. All right, so where would that be movie be? Like somewhere around like Netflix? Or are you trying to pitch it to Netflix or like other places, Hulu? Right now we're just trying to make an impact at the film festivals. And we'll let the audience, our fans, do all the talking for us at the film festival. We'll see what happens. All right. So, uh, for any like any filmmakers out there, can you tell us how um, SAG actually hurts the independent filmmakers? Oh yeah, because what happens is, as an independent filmmaker, first of all, you own your rights to everything. When you get into SAG, you gotta pay the dues. And these dues yeah. are sometimes can be outrageous if you don't have the money. And most of all, you gotta go by SAG rules when you have SAG actors to set. And that's pretty much it. I mean, if you're independent filmmaker, you wanna keep it independent. And SAG rules can really hurt your production sometimes. I know a filmmaker who yeah. I know a filmmaker who had a great script, great movie. But at the end of the day, he had to go by SAG rules. And one of the SAG rules was he had to come out of his pocket. I believe it was like $7,000 out of his own money to help promote the movie. And that he didn't have at the time when he finished filming, so it pretty much hurt the film. Ah. Because I know that um, one of the SAG rules is that if you have an actor who's part of SAG, and they're in, on set, you have to pay them for being on set even if they're not doing anything. Absolutely, you gotta, like I just said, you gotta go by set rules because you had a SAG actors on set. You know, and you, we can't afford that. We, we can't afford SAG um, actors. No. So we have to get the actors who are not union so we could, to make it easier for us. Make it work, yep, make it work. So, uh, other than that, you've done like, uh, I know you've done a few YouTube videos. You're an author as well. Yeah. So you've done a lot of books. Yep. So uh, can you tell us some of the books you've written? Yeah, I have a novel called 
They step into the rain. It's available on Amazon, all platforms. It's um, doing pretty good numbers. By the man who moves on with his life and tries to find the person who took his wife as he's moving on. Like I said, it's called Step Into the Rain. Also, have two children's books. One is called Even Dragons Have to Go to Bed. It's my newest one. Even Dragons Have to Go to Bed. The other one's called Harvey the Little Brown Duck. And all the books will be available on YouTube on August 7th. If you don't mind, mark the calendar. August 7th, I'll be part of this great event in Hartford on Pratt Street called Books on Pratt Street, where all these authors will get together and we're selling books, talking books on Pratt Street. It'll be from 12 to 5 p.m. on August 7th. What day is that? Um, I believe it's a Saturday. August 7th. You got to look it up. August 7th. Well, I, you know, my, you know that I'll be somewhere else. So, on that day. The so, I'm not going to say what it is. Yeah, so, I would like to be there to support you, but, you know, I got to be somewhere important. Nothing wrong with that. So... Now, do you have any other films that you're doing? Other, um, any other upcoming projects? Yeah, well, we just finished yeah. wrapping a project recently um, called Evidence of Miracles. That was a short documentary to go with a female's book. Her name is Marquita Dennis. Um, that documentary just tells a story about how she lost her baby for four to five days in a coma because the baby fell on the stairs. And as the baby was in the coma, the family and the church family came together and prayed this baby out of the coma. And to this day, the baby's going to find it. But the doctor, ah. the doctor had said the baby would be a vegetable. He wouldn't be able to walk, talk, <coughs> live a proper life. But the baby was doing pretty good. We just wrapped that documentary up yesterday, actually. As far as the next film, I'm not really doing anything. I'm really focusing all my energy into um, selling or promoting time and space. Once this all surpasses, then I'll start doing my casting call for the next film, which is called Dolls. And that's going to be um, a, um, a YouTube series. And we'll be approaching some agents to hopefully help us sell the um, called Dolls. Uh, I would like to be on that sh on that too, like not only behind the scene, but you know, in front of the camera too, because you know I'm an actor as well. Absolutely. So I'm trying to do, do it acting. All. I don't want to. Just, right. Yeah, I don't want to just. I don't want to just do like photography and videography alone. I want to do things in front of the camera. I always love doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not trying to get myself into the movie, but you know what I mean, right? Definitely. So, like, like, what what motivates you to doing more films? What motivates you? Um, I don't want to work nine to five all my life. I know, I know. Because people don't understand that, you know. Um, quite honestly, I'm probably the last of the last, the last, the last of the Mohegans out of my like tight circle. Uh that's still doing film. When I first started, 
it was about, I mean, you know my guys who hang out with. Yeah. About maybe five or six of us. And slowly but surely, everyone started getting jobs. And don't mind me, I got a job too. But I'm still passionate about telling stories through scripts and lenses. So I haven't given up completely yet. But a lot of my friends that sold their equipment, they've given up. They don't even, they don't even want to be involved in camera stuff no more. So what motivates me is I don't mind working, but I don't like working. I want to work for myself. I want to tell stories. And like I said, with film, it only takes one. It's like the lotto. You know, for years you learn about lighting, you learn about editing, you learn about camera angles, you learn as you go. You learn as you grow and you learn as you go. But the most important thing is you keep coming back, you keep coming back, and eventually you're gonna hit the lotto. Eventually you're gonna submit that film to a film festival and you're gonna hit the lotto and your name will ring bells and they'll see a magnificent story and you won't be working for no one else eventually but you got to keep going at it keep going at it and that's what motivates me is like the lotto you got to keep hitting the lotto keep hitting it keep trying keep trying keep trying and eventually i know for a fact with the grace of god and god guiding me my patience and my endurance and with my craft i know that eventually i will hit the film lotto i'm gonna hit it so like uh so outside of all that, like you, you want to tell anyone else, like like me and everyone else, to who want to get into this industry, because let me first tell you something right now. You don't need a college degree to do this. You just need to be taught by someone who knows it, and you teach, you learn from them. Like you mentored me. I have another mentor. She mentors me. And I want to learn through that. I don't want to go to some college and be taught that there. I mean, stay in some class. Flowers. But even if I didn't mentor you, the access to knowledge is so profound nowadays that you could just go what I did early on. You want to get into film? Go to YouTube and look up this channel called Film Riot. F I L M R I O T for Film Riot. Um, the guy who runs it, his name is Matt. Me and him become very good friends over the years. And um, pretty much, I've learned a lot of things early on from film writing. You don't want to go to school for this? You don't have to. Grab a camera, write a dope-ass storyline, go to film riot, and learn, and start shooting. Hmm. That, that's actually a very good message because, you know, nowadays, due to COVID, it's really hard and we try to film and like you said some of us have jobs and i don't want to be at my job forever and right. doing right. being doing that when i'm doing for like forever and thinking wow i could have done something instead i'm working here right right absolutely so that that's what i that's what i want to do i want to do more filming I want to do that, but I'm going through, a, like I said, I'm going through a burnout phase. And it's been for like the past few years and I want to get back into it. And thank you for the link. You like, you don't need to go to college for this. You could just learn it on YouTube. Yep. You don't need a degree. You don't need a degree. And that's the myth that people think that, oh, if you go to college, you'll be successful. Like 
a lot of people don't know that college is a gamble. You're not always going to get that job when you go to college. So it's not like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to college, and then all of a sudden I got a, an, in, I got a, um, an investment job. Right. Like, I don't, I didn't go to college yet. Here I am doing, here I am planning, a, trying to do a, a YouTube series. I'm trying to start my own production company. I'm trying to do everything on my, like everything on my own. But I don't need to go to college to do this. I just have to be. I'm being mentored by a bunch of other people that have been here for longer than I have. Right. So, uh, like, you have anything else to say about that? Just stay focused, man. Whatever you decide to do in life, stay focused and keep going at it. Just stay focused and keep going at it. Don't give yourself a time frame. I stay away from things like that. I learned a long time ago that fine. Is being made, but as mm -hmm. long as you stay on the path and you stay focused, it won't matter what time you get there. You're gonna get there. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Time is man-made. Just stay on the right direction, right path, and eventually you're gonna get there. So uh, before we end the show, uh, you have any plugs, any um, people you want to shout out to? Um, well, special shout out to the main man, of course, you. Appreciate you. Mm -hmm. Special shout out to my one and only girlfriend, my wifey, Nicole Nicholson. I can't stress it. And a nice singer, by the way. Singer, by the way. Looks good in person. It smells great. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't stress it enough that most of my projects would not even be complete or even near uh, finished if it wasn't for, you know, Nicole and her patience and her due diligence and, you know, holding me down when I need to be held down. It's a complete project. So a special shout out to her. And also a special shout out to my, my crew that I've worked with over the years. It's not a large crew, but it's a big crew. And hard. I remember when we were shooting Room 306 MLK, we literally had an unexpected snowstorm. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. And my my guy, it was about maybe three or four of them. The hotel we were using didn't have many shovels. We went to Walmart, we got shovels, and my guys like literally helped clean that section that we were filming. So, Special shout out to Nicole Nicholson and my crew. They know who they are, too many to name, but they know they've been down with JV. I really appreciate those guys. All right, this has been the main man, Razio Ramos. Uh, watch out next week for uh, my next guest, will be J.I. Wilson, I think that's his name, uh, on the 26th. I'll be interviewing him soon. Uh, thank you, JV Harvey, for being on the main talk. And I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for having me in the plug. Appreciate you, bro. You're welcome. Got it there.